Hello and welcome back to the Gospel Teachings of Richard Arlen Kern. We are doing the second part of the Law of Moses today. Um, we're going to start with Numbers chapter 5, verses 5-8. through eight. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the children of Israel, When a man or woman shall commit any of all the sins that men are wont to commit, and by negligence shall have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and offended, they shall confess their sin and restore their principle itself, in the fifth part over and above, to him against whom they have sinned. But if there be no one to receive it, they shall give it to the Lord, and it shall be the priests besides the ram that is offered for expiation, to be an atoning sacrifice. Numbers chapter 6 And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and you shall say to them, When a man or woman shall make a vow to be sanctified, and will consecrate themselves to the Lord, they shall abstain from wine and from everything that may make a man drunk. They shall not drink vinegar of wine or of any other drink, nor anything that is pressed out of the grape, nor shall they eat grapes, either fresh or dried. All the days that they are consecrated to the Lord by vow, they shall eat nothing that comes of the vineyard, from the raisin even to the kernel. All the time of his separation, no razor shall pass over his head. Until the day be fulfilled of his consecration to the Lord, he shall be holy and shall let the hair of his head grow. All the time of his consecration, he shall not go into any dead, neither shall he make himself unclean, even for his father, or for his mother, or for his brother, or for his sister, when they die, because the consecration of his God is upon his head. All the days of his separation, he shall be holy to the Lord. But if any man die suddenly before him, the head of his consecration shall be defiled, and he shall shave it forthwith on the same day of his purification, and again on the seventh day. And on the eighth day he shall bring two turtles, or two young pigeons, to the priest in the entry of the covenant of the testimony. And the priest shall offer one for sin, and the other for holocaust, and shall pray for him, for that he has sinned by the dead, and he shall sanctify his head that day, and shall consecrate to the Lord the days of his separation, offering a lamb of one year for sin, yet so that the former days be made void, because the sanctification was profaned. This, this is the law of consecration. When the days which he had determined by vow shall be expired, he shall bring him to the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and shall offer his oblation to the Lord. One, the lamb of a year old without blemish for a holocaust, and one ewe lamb of a year old without blemish for a sin offering, and one ram without blemish for a victim of peace offering, a basket also of unleavened bread, tempered with oil, and wafers without leaven, anointed with oil, and the libations of each. And the priest shall present them before the Lord, and shall offer both the sin offering and the holocaust. But the ram he shall immolate for a sacrifice of peace offering to the Lord, offering at the same time the basket of unleavened bread, and the libations that are due by custom. Then shall the hair of the consecration of the Nazarite be shaved off before the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and he shall take his hair and lay it upon the fire, which is under the sacrifice of the peace offerings, and shall take the boiled shoulder of the ram and one unleavened cake out of the basket and one unleavened wafer, and he shall deliver them into the hands of the Nazarite after his head is shaven. And receiving them again from him, he shall elevate them in the sight of the Lord, and they being sanctified shall belong to the priest, as the breast, which was commanded to be separated, and the shoulder, 
After this, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite. When he has vowed his oblation to the Lord in the time of his consecration, besides those things which his hand shall find, according to that which he has vowed in his mind, so shall he do for the fulfilling of sanctification. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to Aaron and his sons, Thus shall you bless the children of Israel, and you shall say, and you shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord show his fact to you and have mercy on you. The Lord turn his countenance to you and give you peace. And they shall invoke my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Numbers chapter 15, verse 3 and verses 32 through 41. And shall made an offering to the Lord for a holocaust, or a victim, paying your vows, or voluntarily offering gifts, or in your solemnities, burning a sweet savor unto the Lord of oxen or of sheep. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, and had found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day, that they brought him to Moses and Aaron and the whole multitude. And they put him into prison, not knowing what they should do with him. And the Lord said to Moses, Let that man die. Let all the multitude stoning him without the camp, or stone him without the camp. And when they had brought him out, they stoned him, and he died as the Lord had commanded. The Lord also said to Moses, Speak to the children of Israel, and you shall tell them to make to themselves fringes in the corners of their garments, putting in them ribands of blue, that when they shall see them, they may remember all the commandments of the Lord, and not follow their own thoughts and eyes going astray after diverse things, but rather being mindful of the precepts of the Lord, may do them and be holy to their God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt that I might be your God. Numbers chapter 27, verses 1 through 11 and 36. Then came the daughters of Selphad, the son of Hefer, the son of Galad, the son of Maker, the son of Manassas, who was the son of Joseph, and their names are Mala, and Noah, and Hegla, and Melka, and Tursa. And they stood before Moses and Eleazar the priest, and all the princes of the people at the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and said, Our father died in the desert, and was not in the sedition, that was raised against the Lord under Kor, but he died in his own sin, and he had no male children. Why is his name taken away out of his family? Because he had no son? Give us a possession among the kinsmen of our father. And Moses referred their cause to the judgment of the Lord. And the Lord said to him, the daughters of Sulfad demand a just thing. Give them a possession among their father's kindred, and let them succeed him in his inheritance. And to the children of Israel you shall speak these things. When a man dies without a son, his inheritance shall pass to his daughter. If he have no daughter, his brethren, you shall give him or give the inheritance to his father's brethren. But if he have no uncles by the father, the inheritance shall be given to them that are the next akin. And this shall be to the children of Israel sacred by perpetual law, as the Lord has commanded Moses. And the princes of the families of Galad, the son of Maker, the son of Manassas, of the stock of the children of Joseph, came and spoke to Moses before the princes of Israel and said, The Lord has commanded you, my Lord, that you should divide the land by lot to the children of Israel, and that you should give to the daughters of Selphad, our brother, the possession due to their father. Now if men of another tribe take them to wives, 
their possession will follow them, and being transferred to another tribe will be a diminishing of our inheritance. And so it shall come to pass that when the jubilee, that is, the fiftieth year of remission is come, the distribution made by the lots shall be confounded, and the possession of the one shall pass to the others. Moses answered the children of Israel and said by the command of the Lord, the tribe of the children of Joseph have spoken rightly. And this is the law promulgated by the Lord, touching the daughters of, of Sulphad, let them marry to whom they will, only so that it be to men of their own tribe, lest the possession of the children of Israel be mingled from tribe to tribe. For all men shall marry wives of their own tribe and kindred, and all women shall take husbands of the same tribe, that the inheritance may remain in the families, and that the tribes be not mingled one with another, but remain so, as they were separated by the Lord. And the daughters of Sulphad did, did what was commanded. And Mala, and Tersa, and Hegla, and Melka, and No were married to the sons of their uncle by their father, of the family of Manassas, who was the son of Joseph. And the possession that had been allotted to them remained in the tribe and family of their father. These are the commandments and judgments, which the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses to the children of Israel in the plains of Moab upon the Jordan over against Jericho. Numbers chapter 30, verses 1 through 17. And Moses told the children of Israel all that the Lord had commanded him. And he said to the princes of the tribes of the children of Israel, This is the word the Lord has commanded. If any man make a vow to the Lord, or bind himself by an oath, he shall not make his word void, but shall fulfill all that he promised. If a man vow anything, and bind or I'm sorry, if a woman vow anything, and bind herself by an oath, being in her father's house, but yet a girl in age, if her father knew the vow that she has promised, and the oath wherewith she has bound her soul, and held his peace, she shall be bound by the vow. And whatsoever she promised and swore, she shall fulfill indeed. But if her father immediately, as soon as he heard it, gainsaid it, both her vows and her oaths shall be void." Neither shall she be bound to what she promised, because her father gainsaid it. If she have a husband, and shall vow anything, and the word once going out of her mouth shall bind her soul by an oath, the day that her husband shall hear it and not gainsay it, she shall be bound to the vow, and shall give whatsoever she promised. But if as soon as he hears, he gainsay it, and make her promises and the words wherewith, she had bound her soul of no effect, the Lord will forgive her. The widow, and she that is divorced, shall fulfill whatsoever they vow. If the wife, in the house of her husband, has bound herself by vow and by oath, if her husband hear and holds his peace, and does not disallow the promise, she shall accomplish whatsoever she had promised. But if forth uh, with he gainsay it, she shall not be bound by the promise, because her husband gainsaid it and the Lord will be merciful to her. If she vow and bind herself by oath to afflict her soul by fasting or abstinence from other things, it shall depend on the will of her husband, whether she shall do it or not to do it. But if the husband hearing it hold his peace and defer the declaring his mind till another day, whatsoever she had vowed and promised, she shall fulfill, because immediately as he heard it, he held his peace. But if he gainsay it after that he knew it, he shall bear her iniquity. These are the laws which the Lord appointed to Moses, between the husband and the wife, between the father and the daughter, 
that is as yet but a girl in age, or that abides in her father's house. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, 5 through 9, 12 through 19, 24 through 31, 35, and 39 and 40. And now, O Israel, hear the commandments and judgments which I teach you, that doing them you may live and entering and may possess the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, will give you. You shall not add to the word that I speak to you, neither shall you take away from it. Keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. You know that I have taught you statutes and justices. As the Lord my God has commanded me, so shall you do them in the land which you shall possess." and you shall observe and fulfill them in practice. For this is your wisdom, and understanding, and the sight of nations, that hearing all these precepts, they may say, Behold, a wise and understanding people, a great nation. Neither is there any other nation so great, that has God so nigh them, as our God is present to all our petitions. For what other nation is there, so renowned, that has ceremonies, and just judgments, and all the law, which I will set forth this day before your eyes. Keep yourself, therefore, and your soul carefully. Forget not the words that your eyes have seen, and let them not go out of your heart all the days of your life. You shall teach them to your sons and to your grandsons. And the Lord spoke to you from the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of his words, but you saw not any form at all. And he showed you his covenant, which he commanded you to do, and the ten words that he wrote in two tables of stone. And he commanded me at that time that I should teach you the ceremonies and judgments which you shall do in the land that you shall possess. Keep therefore your souls carefully. You saw not any similitude in the day that the Lord God spoke to you in Horeb from the midst of the fire. Lest perhaps being deceived, you might make you a graven similitude or image of male or female. The similitude of any beasts that are upon the earth or of birds that fly under heaven or of creeping things that move on the earth, or of fishes that abide in the waters under the earth. Lest perhaps lifting up your eyes to heaven, you see the sun and the moon and all the stars of heaven, and being deceived by error, you adore and serve them, which the Lord your God created for the service of all the nations that are under heaven. Beware lest you ever forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he has made with you, and make to yourself a graven likeness of those things which the Lord has forbid to be made. Because the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. If you shall beget sons and grandsons, and abide in the land, and being deceived, make to yourselves any similitude, committing evil before the Lord your God to provoke him to wrath, I call this day heaven and earth to witness, that you shall quickly perish out of the land, which you have passed over to the Jordan you shall possess. You shall not swell there in long, but the Lord will destroy you and scatter you among all nations, and shall remain a few among the nations, to which the Lord shall lead you. And there you shall serve gods that were framed with men's hands, wood and stone, that neither see, nor hear, nor eat, nor smell. And when you shall seek there the Lord your God, you shall find him. Yet so, if you seek him with all your heart, and all the affliction of your soul, after all the things aforesaid shall find you, in the latter time, you shall return to the Lord your God, and shall hear his voice. Because the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not leave you, nor altogether destroy you, nor forget the covenant by which he swore to your fathers, that you might know that the Lord, he is God, 
and there is no other besides him. Know therefore this day, and think in your heart that the Lord, he is God in heaven above, and in the earth beneath, and there is no other. Keep his precepts and commandments, which I command you, that it may be well with you and your children after you, and you may remain a long time upon the land, which the Lord your God will give you. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verses 1 through 22. And Moses called all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the ceremonies and judgments, which I speak in your ears this day. Learn them and fulfill them in work. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. He made not the covenant with our fathers, but with us, who are now present and living. He spoke to us face to face in the mount out of the mist of fire. I was the mediator and stood between the Lord and you at this time to show you his words. For you feared the fire and went not up into the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall not have strange gods in my sight. You shall not make to yourself a graven thing, nor the likeness of anything that are in the heaven above, or that are in the earth beneath, or that abide in the waters under the earth. You shall not adore them, and you shall not serve them. For I am the Lord your God, a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon their children unto the third and fourth generation, to them that hate me, and showing mercy unto many thousands, to them that love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for he shall not be unpunished that takes his name upon a vain thing. Observe the day of the Sabbath, to sanctify it, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days shall you labor, and shall do all your works. The seventh is the day of the Sabbath, that is, the rest of the Lord your God. You shall not do any work therein. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your ox, nor your ass, nor any of your beasts, nor the stranger that is within your gates, that your manservant and your maidservant may rest, even as yourself. Remember that you also did serve in Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from hence with a strong hand and a stretched out arm. Therefore has he commanded you that you should observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and mother, as the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live a long time, and it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God will give you. You shall not kill, neither shall you commit adultery, and you shall not steal, neither shall you bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his house, nor his field, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. And that is uh, the Ten Commandments reiterated again here, just if you are unaware in Deuteronomy here. These words the Lord spoke to all the multitude of you in the mountain, out of the midst of the fire and the cloud and the darkness, with a loud voice, adding nothing more. And he wrote them in two tables of stone, which he delivered unto me. Deuteronomy chapter 6. These are the precepts and the ceremonies and judgments, which the Lord your God commanded that I should teach you, and that you should do them in the land into which you pass over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, and keep all his commandments and precepts, which I command you, and your sons, and your grandsons, all the days of your life, that your days may be prolonged. Hear, O Israel, and observe to do the things which the Lord has commanded you, that it may be well with you, and you may be greatly multiplied, as the Lord the God of your fathers has promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord of God, our God is one Lord. You shall love the Lord our, your God 
with your whole heart and with your whole soul and with your whole strength. And these words, which I command you this day, shall be in your heart. And you shall tell them to your children, and you shall meditate upon them sitting in your house and walking on your journey, sleeping and rising. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be and shall move between your eyes. And you shall write them in the entry and on the doors of your house. When the Lord your God shall have brought you into the land for which he swore to your father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and shall have given your great and goodly cities, which you did not build, houses full of riches, which you did not set up, cisterns, which you did not dig, vineyards and olive yards, which you did not plant, and you shall have eaten and be full. Take heed diligently, lest you forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God, and shall serve him only, and you shall swear by his name. You shall not go after the strange gods of all the nations that are round about you, because the Lord your God is a jealous God in the midst of you. Lest at any time the wrath of the Lord your God be kindled against you and take you away from the face of the earth. You shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempt him in the place of temptation. Keep the precepts of the Lord your God and the testimonies and ceremonies which he has commanded you, and do that which is pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord that it may be well with you. And going in, you may possess the goodly land, concerning which the Lord swore to your fathers, that he would destroy all your enemies before you, as he has spoken. And when your son shall ask you tomorrow, saying, What mean these testimonies and ceremonies and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded us? You shall say to him, We were bondmen of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand, and he wrought signs and wonders, great and very grievous, in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his house in our sight. And he brought us out from thence, that he might bring us in and give us the land, concerning which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded that we should do all these ordinances, and should fear the Lord our God, that it might be well with us all the days of our life, as it is at this day. And he will be merciful to us if we keep and do all his precepts before the Lord our God as he commanded us. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 1 through 6 and 25 and 26. When the Lord your God shall have brought you into the land which you are going to possess, and shall have destroyed many nations before you, the Hethite and the Gergazite and the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Pharisite and the Hevite and the Jebusite, seven nations much more numerous than you are, and stronger than you, and the Lord your God shall have delivered them to you. You shall utterly destroy them. You shall make no league with them, nor show mercy to them. Neither shall you make marriages with them. You shall not give your daughter to his son, nor take his daughter for your son. For she will turn away your son from following me, that he may rather serve strange gods, and the wrath of the Lord will be kindled and will quickly destroy you. But this rather shall you deal with them, destroy their altars and break their statues, and cut down their groves and burn their graven things, because you are a holy place or a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be his peculiar people of all peoples that are upon the earth. Not because you surpass all nations in number is the Lord joined unto you and has chosen you, for you are the fewest of any people. But because the Lord has loved you and has kept his oath, which he swore to your fathers, and has brought you out with a strong hand, 
and redeemed you from the house of bondage out of the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And you shall know that the Lord your God, he is a strong and faithful God, keeping his covenant and mercy to them that love him, and to them that keep his commandments, unto a thousand generations, and repaying forwith them that hate him, so as to destroy them without further delay, immediately rendering to them what they deserve. Keep therefore the precepts and ceremonies and judgments which I command you this day to do. If after you have heard these judgments, you keep and do them, the Lord your God will also keep his covenant to you, and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and multiply you, and will bless the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your land, your corn, your vintage, your oil, your herds, and the flocks of your sheep upon the land, for which he swore to your fathers that he would give it to you. Blessed shall you be among all people. No one shall be barren among you of either sex, neither of men nor cattle. The Lord will take away from you all sickness and the grievous infirmities of Egypt which you know. He will not bring upon you, but upon your enemies. You shall consume all the people which the Lord your God will deliver to you. Your eyes shall not spare them, neither shall you serve their gods, lest they be your ruin. Their graven things you shall burn with fire. You shall not covet the silver and gold of which they are made. Neither shall you take to you anything thereof, lest you offend, because it is an abomination to the Lord your God. Neither shall you bring anything of the idol into your house, lest you become an anathema like it. You shall detest it as dung, and shall utterly abhor it as uncleanness and filth, because it is anathema. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verses 11 through 22. And he said to me, Go and walk before the people, that they may enter and possess the land, which I swore to their fathers that I would give them. And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you, but that you fear the Lord your God, and walk in his ways, and love him, and serve the Lord your God, with all your heart and with all your soul, and keep the commandments of the Lord and his ceremonies, which I command you this day, that it may be well with you. Behold, heaven is the Lord your God, and the heaven of heaven, the earth, and all the things that are therein. And yet the Lord has been closely joined to your fathers, and loved them, and chose their seed after them. That is today, you, out of all nations, as this day it is proved. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart, and stiffen your neck no more. Because the Lord your God, he is the God of gods, and the Lord of lords, a great God, and mighty and terrible, who accepts no person, nor takes bribes. He does judgment to the fatherless and the widow, loves the stranger, and gives him food and raiment. Do you therefore love strangers, because you also were strangers in the land of Egypt? You shall fear the Lord your God, and serve him only. To him you shall adhere, and shall swear by his name. He is your praise and your God, that has done for you these great and terrible things which your eyes have seen. And seventy souls your fathers went down into Egypt. And behold, now the Lord your God has multiplied you as the stars of heaven. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 1 and 13 through 32. Therefore, love the Lord your God and observe his precepts and ceremonies, his judgments and commandments at all times. If then you obey my commandments, which I command you this day, that you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, he will give to your land the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your corn and your wine and your oil and your hay out of the fields to feed your cattle, 
that you may eat and be filled. Beware, lest perhaps your heart be deceived, and you depart from the Lord and serve strange gods and adore them. And the Lord, being angry, shut up heaven that the rain come not down, nor the earth yield her fruit, and you perish quickly from the excellent land which the Lord will give you. Lay up these my words in your hearts and minds, and hang them for a sign on your hands, and place them between your eyes. Teach your children that they meditate on them, when you sit in your house, and when you walk on the way, and when you lie down and rise up. You shall write them upon the posts and the doors of your house, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers that he would give them as long as the heaven hangs over the earth. For if you keep my commandments, which I command you, and do them, to love the Lord your God, and walk in all his ways, cleaving unto him, the Lord will destroy all these nations before your face, and you shall possess them, which are greater and stronger than you. Every place that your foot shall tread upon shall be yours, from the desert and from Libanus, from the great river Euphrates unto the western sea shall be your borders. None shall stand against you. The Lord your God shall lay the dread and fear of you upon all the land that you shall tread upon, as he has spoken to you. Behold, I set forth in your sight this day a blessing and a curse, a blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, a curse if you obey not the commandments of the Lord your God. But revolt from the way which now I show you, and walk after strange gods which you know not. And when the Lord your God shall have brought you into the land whither you go to dwell, you shall put the blessing upon Mount Gerizim, the curse upon Mount Hebal, which are beyond the Jordan, behind the way that goes to the setting of the sun, in the land of the Canaanite, who dwells in the plain country over against Galgal, which is near the valley that reaches and enters far. For you shall pass over the Jordan to possess the land, which the Lord your God will give you, and you may have it and possess it. See therefore that you fulfill the ceremonies and judgments which I shall set this day before you. Deuteronomy chapter 12 verses 1 through 3, 15 and 16, 23 through 25, 28 and 30 through 32. These are the precepts and judgments that you must do in the land which the Lord the God of your fathers will give you, to possess it all the days that you shall walk upon the earth. Destroy all the places in which the nations that you shall possess worship their gods upon high mountains and hills and under every shady tree. Overthrow their altars and break down their statues, burn their groves with fire, and break their idols in pieces. Destroy their names out of those places. But if you desire to eat, and the eating of flesh delights you, Kill and eat according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he hath given you in your cities, whether it be unclean, that is to say, having blemish or defect, or clean, that is to say, sound and with blemish, such as may be offered, as the roe and the heart shall you eat it. Only the blood you shall not eat, but you shall pour it upon the earth as water. Only beware of this, that you eat not the blood, for the blood is for the soul, and therefore you must not eat the soul with the flesh but you shall pour it upon the earth as water, that it may be well with you and your children after you, when you shall do that which is pleasing in the sight of the Lord. Observe and hear all the things that I command you, that it may be well with you and your children after you forever, when you shall do what is good and pleasing in the sight of the Lord your God. 
be wordless, you imitate them after they are destroyed at your coming in, unless you seek after their ceremonies, saying, As these nations have worshipped their gods, so will I also worship. You shall not do in like manner to the Lord your God, for they have done to their gods all the abominations which the Lord abhors, offering their sons and daughters, and burning them with fire. Which I command you, that only do you to the Lord, neither add anything, nor, dim nor diminish. Deuteronomy chapter 13. If there rise in the midst of you a prophet, or one that says he has dreamed a dream, and he foretell a sign and a wonder, and that come to pass which he spoke, and he say to you, Let us go and follow strange gods, which you know not, and let us serve them, you shall not hear the words of that prophet or dreamer. For the Lord your God tries you, that it may appear whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul or not. Follow the Lord your God, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and hear his voice. Him you shall serve, and to him you shall cleave. And that prophet or forger of dreams shall be slain, because he spoke to draw you away from the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage, to make you go out of the way which the Lord your God commanded you, and you shall take away the evil out of the midst of you. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son or daughter, or your wife that is in your bosom, or your friend whom you love as your own soul, would persuade you secretly, saying, Let us go and serve strange gods, which you know not, nor your fathers of all the nations round about that are near or afar off from one end of the earth to the other, consent not to him, hear him not, Neither let your eyes spare him to pity and conceal him, but you shall presently put him to death. Let your hand be first upon him, and afterwards the hands of all the people. With stones shall, shall he be stoned to death, because he would have withdrawn you from the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. That all Israel, hearing, may fear, and may do no more anything like this. If in one of your cities, which the Lord your God shall give you to dwell in, you hear some say, Children of Belial are gone out of the midst of you, and have withdrawn the inhabitants of their city, and have said, Let us go and serve strange gods which you know not. Inquire carefully and diligently the truth of the thing by looking well into it. And if you find that which is said to be certain, and that this abomination has been really committed, you shall forthwith kill the inhabitants of that city with the edge of the sword, and shall destroy it and all things that are in it even the cattle. And all the household goods that are there, you shall gather together in the midst of the streets thereof, and shall burn them with the city itself, so as to consume all for the Lord your God, and that it be a heap forever, shall be built no more. And there shall nothing of that anathema stick to your hand, that the Lord may turn from the wrath of his fury, may have mercy on you, and multiply you as he swore to your fathers, when you shall hear the voice of the Lord your God, keeping all his precepts, which I commanded you this day, that you may do what is pleasing in the sight of the Lord your God. Deuteronomy chapter 14. Be children of the Lord your God. You shall not cut yourselves, nor make any baldness for the head, or for the dead, because you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and he chose you to be his peculiar people of all nations that are upon the earth, eat not the things that are unclean. These are the beasts that you shall eat, the ox, the sheep, and goat, the hart and the roe, the buffalo, the chamois, 
the pygarg, the wild goat, the camelopardalis, every beast that divides the hoof in two parts. So that means every beast with a hoof that has basically it looks like two toes on the left, one on the left, one on the right, and choose the cud or choose grass or an herb, you shall eat that, and that is a clean meat. But of them that chew the cud but divide not the hoof, you shall not eat such as the camel, the hare, the cherigirl, because they chew the cud but divide not the hoof, they shall be unclean to you. Same with the horse. The swine also, because it divides the hoof but chews not the cud, shall be unclean. Their flesh you shall not eat, but their carcasses you shall not touch. These shall you eat of all that abide in the waters. All that have fins and scales you shall eat. Such as are without fins and scales you shall not eat, because they are unclean. And that includes uh, clams, um, scallops, uh, catfish, sharks. Um, none of those things have scales or fins. Uh, they are unclean. All birds that are clean you shall eat. This unclean eat not. To wit, the eagle and the gripe and the osprey, the ringtail and the vulture and the kite according to their kind, and all of the raven's kind and the ostrich and the owl and the laris and the hawk according to its kind, the heron and the swan and the stork and the cormorant, the proferian and the night crow, the bittern, and the charadrian, every one in their kind, the hoop also, and the bat. Everything that creeps and has little wings shall be unclean, and shall not be eaten. And that is clean, you shall eat. But whatsoever is dead of itself, eat not thereof. Give it to the stranger that is within your gates to eat, or sell it to him, because you are the holy people of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a kid in the milk of his dam. That means you should not boil a calf in his mother's milk or its mother's milk. Every year you shall set aside the tithes of all your fruits that the earth brings forth. And you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place which he shall choose, that his name may be called upon therein, the tithe of your corn and your wine and your oil and the firstborn of your herds and your sheep that you may learn to fear the Lord your God at all times. But when the way and the place which the Lord your God shall choose are afar off, and he has blessed you, and you cannot carry it in your, in your hand, and shall go to the place which the Lord shall choose, and you shall buy with the same money whatsoever pleases you, either of the herds or of the sheep, wine also, and strong drink, and all that your soul desires, and you shall eat before the Lord your God, and shall feast you and your house." And the Levite that is within your gates, beware, you forsake him not, because he has no other part in your possession. The third year you shall separate another tithe of all things that grow to you at that time, and shall lay it up within your gates. And the Levite that has no other part nor possession with you, and the stranger and the fatherless, and the widow that are within your gates, shall come and eat and be filled, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hands that you shall do. And these are the people that are in need of help. Um, the Levites are the priests, um, so they weren't working, they didn't have money, so that was every third year they would give them food. Um, same, same with the strangers and the fatherless, the widows. Um, that was the year that they would uh, give to the people in need.
Deuteronomy chapter 15. In the seventh year, you shall make a remission, which shall be celebrated in this order. He to whom anything is owing from his friend or neighbor or brother cannot demand it again, because it is the year of remission of the Lord. Of the foreigner or stranger, you may exact it. Of your countrymen and neighbor, you shall not have power to demand it again. And there shall be no poor nor beggar among you, that the Lord your God may bless you in the land which he will give you in possession. Yet so if you hear the voice of the Lord your God and keep all the things that he has ordained, in which I command you this day, he will bless you, as he has promised. You shall lend to many nations, and you shall borrow of no man. You shall have dominion over very many nations, and no one shall have dominion over you. If one of your brethren that dwells within the gates of your city in the land which the Lord your God will give you come to poverty, you shall not harden your heart, nor close your hand, but shall open it to the poor man. You shall lend him that which you perceive he has need of. Beware lest perhaps a wicked thought steal in upon you, and you say in your heart, The seventh year of remission draws nigh, and you turn away your eyes from your poor brother, denying to lend him that which he asks, lest he cry against you to the Lord, and it become a sin unto you. But you shall give to him, neither shall you do anything craftily in relieving his necessities, that the Lord your God may bless you at all times, and in all things to which you shall put your hand. There will not be wanting poor in the land of your habitation. Therefore I command you to open your hand to your needy and poor brother that lives in the land. When your brother, a Hebrew man or Hebrew woman, is sold to you and has served you six years, in the seventh year you shall let him go free. And when you send him out free, you shall not let him go away empty, but shall give him for his way out of your flocks and out of your barn floor, your wine press, wherewith the Lord your God shall bless you. Remember that you also were a bondservant in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God made you free. And therefore, I now command you this. But if he say, I will not depart because he loves you and your house and finds that he is well with you, you shall take an all and bore through his ear and the door of your house, and he shall serve you forever. You shall do in like manner to your woman servant also. Turn not away your eyes from them when you make them free, because he has served you six years according to the wages of a hireling, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works that you do. On the firstlings that come of your herds and your sheep, you shall sanctify to the Lord your God whatsoever is of the male sex. You shall not work with the firstling of a bullock, and you shall not shear the firstlings of your sheep. In the sight of the Lord your God shall you eat them every year, in the place that the Lord shall choose, you and your house. But if it have a blemish, or be lame, or blind, or in any part disfigured or feeble, it shall not be sacrificed to the Lord your God, for you shall eat it within the gates of your city. The clean and the unclean shall eat them alike, as the rose and as the heart. Only you shall take heed not to eat their blood, but pour it out upon the earth as water. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 1, 3, 8, 13, 16, and 22. Observe the month of new corn, which is the first of the spring, that you may celebrate the phase to the Lord your God. Because in this month the Lord your God brought you out of the land of Egypt by night. You shall not eat with it leavened bread. Seven days shall you eat without leaven, the bread of affliction, because you came out of Egypt in fear, that you may remember the day of your coming out of Egypt, all the days of your life. And if you've ever had the Passover bread, uh, it's uh, the bread of affliction, all right. I'll say that. Six days shall you eat unleavened bread, 
and on the seventh day, because it is the assembly of the Lord your God, you shall do no work. You shall celebrate the solemnity also of tabernacles seven days, when you have gathered in your fruit of the barn floor and of the winepress. Three times in a year shall your males appear before the Lord your God in the place which he shall choose, in the feast of unleavened bread, in the feast of weeks, and in the feast of tabernacles. No one shall appear with his hands empty before the Lord. Neither shall you make nor set up to yourself a statue, which things the Lord your God hates. Deuteronomy chapter 17 verses 2 through 7 and 19 and 20. When there shall be found among you within any of your gates, which the Lord your God and transgress his covenant, so as to go and serve strange gods and adore them, the sun and the moon and all the host of heaven, which I have commanded you not. And this told you and hearing it, you have inquired diligently and found it to be true and that the abomination is committed in Israel, you shall bring forth the man or the woman who have committed that most wicked thing to the gates of your, of your city, and they shall be stoned. By the mouth of two or three witnesses shall he die that is to be slain. Let no man be put to death when only one bears witness against him. So that means they need one, more, one person to say, uh, I saw this guy kill this person. You can't just put him to death unless there's more than one witness. The hands of the witnesses shall be first upon him to kill him, and afterwards the hands of the rest of the people that you may take away the evil out of the midst of you. And he shall have it with him and shall read it all the days of his life that he may learn to fear the Lord his God and keep his words and ceremonies that are commanded in the law and that his heart be not lifted up with pride over his brethren nor decline to the right or to the left that he and his sons may reign a long time over Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verses 9 through 15 and 22. When you come into the land which the Lord your God shall give you, beware lest you have a mind to imitate the abominations of those nations. Neither let there be found among you any one that shall expiate his son or daughter, making them to pass through the fire, or that consults soothsayers or observers uh, of dreams and omens. Neither let there be any wizard, nor charmer, nor anyone that consults phythonic spirits or fortune tellers, or that seeks the truth from the dead. For the Lord abhors all these things, and for these abominations he will destroy them at your coming. You shall be perfect and without spot before the Lord your God. These nations, whose land you shall possess, hearken to soothsayers and diviners, but you are otherwise instructed by the Lord your God. The Lord your God will raise up to you a prophet of your nation and of your brethren like unto me. Him you shall hear. You shall have the sign whatsoever that same prophet foretells in the name of the Lord and it comes not to pass that thing the Lord has not spoken, but the prophet has forged it by the pride of his mind, and therefore you shall not fear him. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verses 17 through 21. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn, and shall give him a double portion of all he has. For this is the first of his children, and to him are due the first birthrights. If a man have a stubborn and unruly son, who will not hear the commandments of his father or mother, and being corrected, slights obedience, they shall take him and bring him to the ancients of his city, and to the gate of judgment, and shall say to them, This is our son, he is rebellious and stubborn, he slights hearing our admonitions, he gives himself to revelings, and to debauchery, and to banquetings, or partying. The people of the city shall stone him, and he shall die.' 
that you may take away the evil out of the midst of you, and all Israel, hearing it, may be afraid. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verses 5 and 11. A woman shall not be clothed with man's apparel, neither shall a man use woman's apparel. For he that does these things is abominable before God. He shall not wear a garment that is woven of woolen or linen together. Deuteronomy chapter 26, verses 16 through 19. This day the Lord your God has commanded you to do these commandments and judgments, to keep and fulfill them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have chosen the Lord this day to be your God, and to walk in his ways and keep his ceremonies and precepts and judgments and obey his command. And the Lord has chosen you this day to be his peculiar people, as he has spoken to you, and to keep all his commandments and to make you higher than all nations, which he has created to his own praise and name and glory, that you may be a holy people of the Lord your God, as he has spoken. Deuteronomy 27 and 28 is about blessing and cur- blessings and curses. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 1 and 9. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses, to make with the children of Israel in the land of Moab, beside that covenant which he made with them in Horeb, keep therefore the words of this covenant and fulfill them, that you may understand all that you do. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Now when all these things shall be come upon you, the blessing or the curse which I have set forth before you, and you shall be touched with repentance of your heart among all the nations into which the Lord your God shall have scattered you, and shall return to him and obey his commandments as I command you this day, You and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul, the Lord your God will bring back again your captivity and will have mercy on you and gather you again out of all the nations into which he scattered you before. If you be driven as far as the poles of heaven, the Lord your God will fetch you back from there and will take you to himself and bring you into the land which your fathers possessed and you shall possess it. And blessing you, he will make you more numerous than were your fathers. The Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your seed, that you may love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. But you shall return and hear the voice of the Lord your God, and shall do all the commandments which I command you this day. And the Lord your God will make you abound in all the works of your hands, in the fruit of your womb, and in the fruit of your cattle, in the fruitfulness of your land, and in the plenty of all things." For the Lord will return to rejoice over you in all good things, as he rejoiced in your fathers. Yet so, if you hear the voice of the Lord your God, and keep his precepts and ceremonies which are written in this law, and return to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, this commandment that I command you this day is not above you, nor afar off from you, nor is it in heaven that you should say, Which of us can go up to heaven to bring it unto us? and we may hear and fulfill it and work. Nor is it beyond the sea that you may excuse yourself and say, Which of us can cross the sea and bring it unto us, that we may hear, and do that which is commanded? But the word is very nigh unto you, in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Consider that I have set before you this day life and good, and on the other hand death and evil that you may love the Lord your God and walk in his ways and keep his commandments and ceremonies and judgments, and you may live and he may multiply you 
and bless you in the land which you shall go in to possess. But if your heart be turned away, so that you will not hear, and being deceived with error, you adore strange gods and serve them, I foretell you this day that you shall perish, and shall remain but a short time in the land, to which you shall pass over the Jordan, and shall go in to possess it. I call heaven and earth to witness this day, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose therefore life, that both you and your seed may live, and that you may love the Lord your God, and obey his voice, and adhere to him. For he is your life and the length of your days, that you may dwell in the land, for which the Lord swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he would give it to them. And that is the end of the paper as far as the Law of Moses goes. Um, I think it's very important to remember what this law was that God set for us. And um, I guess when I say us, I mean now the Gentiles as well as the Jews. But uh, to begin with, the Jews. Um, Jesus, when he died for our sins, he turned into this Holocaust. But a lot of this law that was laid out by God are things that he hates. And he makes that very clear. Um, some of these, uh, you know, are a little, I would say not as like he, he's very, he's very hateful about, uh, adoring other, other gods, making idols, graven things that that's something he very much hates taking his name in vain, breaking his Sabbath. Um, these are things that he didn't change and he wouldn't change through Jesus. Um, Jesus being God, um, would not stray from the law that he created in the first place. Um, Jesus came to make it so we had a real chance of repenting um, that, that not only Jews, but also Gentiles and any, anyone else in the world could come to God as uh, an adopted child. And that wasn't the case until Jesus came. And people forget that Jesus didn't come to save everybody just as is. He came to spread the truth, point out the flaws and the things that were going wrong in his time, and his disciples, apostles, um, and people that spoke on his behalf went into the world to spread what he did and um, how he really was the Son of God. Um, I don't think that we should consider uh, abolishing anything like this. And I think that for most people, we don't see enough of what the law was. And we also don't think about how a country like that would have needed something like a law like we have now. And if you think about our law, it's very much based off of biblical law. So even that in itself tells you a lot. But uh, this is a very, very intricate, long, two-part uh, Law of Moses paper. It's mostly scripture, but it's very important, I think, that these things are picked out the way they are. Um, it explains a lot of what God uh, expected in those days, which is Moses' time. And um, just the the amount of... or the way he took some of these things and said... Uh, what he said about them and how to deal with also sicknesses, death, and things like that. 
Um, just very important things uh, to consider that back then, how did he consider, you know, some of this stuff uh, with sickness and with death and with um, being clean, especially with unclean foods. And um, depending on who you are, you may disagree, but I'm very much somebody who uh, eats clean foods only. So I believe that, you know, for instance, pigs are unclean meats. But I don't think that's just because they're pigs. I also think that God thought about it very seriously. And I imagine that pigs aren't the cleanest animals. And I don't mean like eating. I mean like literal dirty animals. And uh, same with shellfish, bottom feeders, um, shrimp, things like that. We And they might taste good, but that doesn't mean they're good for you. And I think there's a reason God made a law. And it's because he was trying to better us not only mentally, but also physically. Um, and I think a lot of us forget that a lot of this stuff was meant for our benefit, not for our hurt. And that's why Jesus wouldn't have come to destroy it. He only came to fulfill it and preach what we should be doing. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed night. And uh, please play on, uh, pray on this and think about it diligently. God bless.